Hey, it's Drex from This Week Health Cyber and Risk Community, and I want to invite you to our next webinar. It's going to focus on what else? Defending health data. I'll be chatting with experts from Rubrik and Microsoft. Register right now at thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. That's all one string, R-U-B-R-I-K webinar, thisweekhealth.com slash rubric webinar. See you online soon. Today in Health IT, hourly thinking in a productivity world. Here we go. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, a set of channels and events dedicated to transform healthcare, one connection at a time. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Enterprise Health, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. If you haven't checked it out, check out our news service, thisweekhealth.com slash news. It's where I'm pulling all these stories from. And if you want to be a curator, go ahead. And actually, if you are a healthcare IT practitioner, meaning somebody who works for a health system, go ahead and apply to be a curator. Love to have you putting some stories in there that we can read and review and put it out there for the rest of the industry. Appreciate that. And two other quick things. One, we are doing... Uh, Captain's Campaign for Cures, love to have you be a part of that. We're doing that at Vive and at HIMSS. A dollar for everybody who's in the picture. Just take the picture and post it to social media, preferably LinkedIn, and then tag Captain Lemonade or This Week Health. And we're going to give it a dollar for everybody who is in that picture. And we have a couple of great sponsors lined up for that short test and CTG, and we appreciate them being a part of it. If your company wants to be a part of it and get noticed doing good at Vive and Hims, let us know. Finally, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for daily or weekly discussions on the topics that are relevant to you and the industry. Great way to mentor the next generation. They can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. All right. Every now and then I come back to this topic. It's not a popular topic. I get that. I understand that. But it's something that I struggle with. And I thought, I'm just going to, I'm going to talk through my struggles and maybe I'll find an answer as we get through this. And the title of the article is Remote Work, Deutsche Bank Bans Workers from Working Fridays and Mondays at Home. All right. So Deutsche Bank bans remote work on Fridays and Mondays to evenly distribute presence throughout the week away from the typical midweek concentration. Move may risk employee engagement and retention, and they understand that. U.S. office vacancy rates rise due to remote work. Use real estate value losses predicted globally. So a couple things going on in this. It's a Fortune article. I'm not really going to go into it in depth. You can read it. It's Again, it's on thisweekhealth.com slash news. It's right there. And it talks about the real estate crisis, especially the commercial real estate crisis that's looming because, quite frankly, people aren't coming into work in those offices anymore. Therefore, those offices are vacant and they're, it's creating issues that way. What Deutsche was trying to do is essentially they said, hey, three days a week, you have to work in the office. And people were working there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And they weren't working there Monday, Friday. And it was creating a challenge for them logistically or just from a presence standpoint. Do you have enough workers in the, in the location to handle it? I've said uh, many times in front of CIOs and others that I stopped being a CIO before this, before the pandemic. Therefore, I didn't have to deal with this. In fact, the only time I did have to deal with this, I had a 
group because of some real estate work that was being done at one of our hospitals that wanted to work remotely we allowed them to work remotely and they did that for three months and then when we brought them back they mutinied and they essentially said we're not coming back and we had a decision to make at that point of what do you do in that case and i'm sure i'm going to lose credibility here but essentially before they left we said hey it's three months they're going to fix this thing we're going to bring you back everybody else in the whole organization is back the role was at the hospital so it was actually a part of rounding being there at the elbow and that kind of stuff and so when they decided not to come back i sat down with hr and we had individual conversations with each one and a bunch of them left and that was okay because again expectation set they didn't meet that expectation and that was the world that we lived in back then i don't think you can get away with that now but it's it's interesting so i titled this hourly thinking in a productivity world and today i'm recording this on president's day president's day is a vacation day for a significant number of organizations and maybe your organization is one of those my organization is not one of those we choose we give 17 paid holidays in our company which is fairly generous but this is not one of them we chose uh, martin luther king's birthday instead of president's day for various reasons and you just you can't can't give more days off than the government otherwise you go out of business so 17 paid holidays this is not one of them and one of the things i know almost beyond a shadow of doubt and again i don't know beyond a shadow of doubt i'm my gut tells me is I got, as the owner of the company, probably 30% of the hours that people would normally work today. So if today was supposed to be an eight-hour day, I would guess that my staff worked three, maybe two and a half today, just in general. I, I think that's what transpired. And it got me thinking, am I upset about that? I'm not really upset about that because... That's really hourly thinking. Like they have to be here eight hours to produce something. And I really don't care that it's hourly. Like they don't have to put in eight hours a day, but they have to be productive. So if there were things that we expect for tomorrow's meeting and it's not done, that's a different conversation than did you put in eight hours yesterday? And as I was thinking, thinking through, I, I think for a lot of managers, we have to get past this hourly thinking and now you might be thinking you might be sitting there going oh yeah of course we've already gotten past this we've gotten past this until it becomes a problem again until we're not getting things done we're not being effective and then you have to look at things and then you like deutsche bank go back to that old thinking of if we just bring them into the office for eight hours then they will be productive which we all know is not true and so we have to move beyond hourly thinking. We have to move towards productivity thinking. The challenge with that is we don't know how to measure it. Like we don't know how to manage to it and we don't know how to measure it real well. We just, we assign things, we get them done. But those are task workers. We have a lot of workers today that aren't task workers per se. You don't give them stuff and they do stuff. They're, they're more strategy. They're more thinking workers that they have to take a problem and solve a problem. And some problems are solvable within minutes and some problems are not solvable within months. So how do you measure their effectiveness with regard to this? I, I don't have an answer for that, but I will say we have to move away from hourly thinking towards productivity thinking. And I'm trying to move my entire organization to this idea of productivity thinking. I want them to be more productive. 
And so we're doing a lot of things with AI, a lot of conversations. I sent out some emails over the weekend of how to use AI effectively or how I'm using, I'm just essentially using myself as a model, say, here's how I'm using AI effectively in my role. And I'm trying to use that as, a, as an example. And I will probably be looking into some training here as we move forward to make my team more productive. Again, 40 hours, would love to have 40 hours of highly productive work from my team. But I think we've moved to a new world in which every team member has a area of responsibility, something they're responsible to keep moving, to move forward and to be productive around. And we have to figure out how to measure their effectiveness in those things. I think, by the way, this cuts both ways because as a manager, we have to figure that out. But as a worker, they have to figure out how to be effective and productive and to display that to the organization. Are they moving forward? And when they get stuck, are they, do they know how to get unstuck? Do they know how to engage people to get unstuck? Are, and I'm wondering if we're forgetting how to work as a team, bring people together to solve problems. Anyway, these are just things that are uh, floating around in my head. Thought I would share them with you today, but I, I do believe we have to move beyond hourly thinking to productivity thinking, both as managers and as workers. We are about being productive, and that is, I think, going to be more and more critical as we move forward, especially with the advent of AI, because more and more of that hourly thinking and that hourly work, the things that you need people to put in eight hours for are going to go away because the, the mundane is going to be taken by computers and it's going to be done that way. So again, you're paying people to get something done. What are you paying them to get done? And how are you helping them to get that done in this new world? All right, that's my thinking for today. A lot of rambling actually, but just thought I'd share that with you and love to get your thoughts. Go ahead and shoot me a note. That's all for today. Don't forget, share this podcast with a friend or colleague. Use it as a foundation for keeping the conversation going and foundation for mentoring. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. SureTest, Artisite, Enterprise Health, Parlance, Certify Health, Notable, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for today.